Welcome to the IncoTerms 2020 Rules Series by Trade Finance Global. Part 1 – An Introduction to IncoTerms 2020 Rules When we started in the drafting group, we didn't really know where it was going to go. The Another change we did was to reorder the articles in each rule so that they follow more closely the way things actually happen out in the field when you're creating a contract and organising a shipment. Welcome to Trade Finance Talks. My name is Depesh Patel, editor at Trade Finance Global. And today's podcast is all about the Inco Terms 2020 rules. I'm delighted to be joined by Bob Renai, who is on the ICC Incoterms 2020 drafting group. Bob Renai, thank you very much for joining us today on Trade Finance Talks. My pleasure. Great. So, Bob, let's get started. What are Incoterms? Well, Incoterms, I'll be really pedantic here. Incoterms is a registered word and by the International Chamber of Commerce. It's actually an interesting word. It is in the plural, so to speak, but it is an adjective. So we actually don't have an inco term, nor do we have inco terms. We have inco terms rules, and they are defined currently now in a publication called Inco Terms 2020. I know it's pedantic, but if we're going to get it right, we get it right. What they are are the official ICC explanations or definitions of 11 commonly used three-letter abbreviations. These three-letter abbreviations are used constantly, every day, thousands and thousands of times in international trade. If the seller and buyer want to invoke the definitions that the ICC has provided, then what they do is actually say, after using that expression, they simply say Incoterms 2020 or Incoterms 2010. Or if they really wish, they can still say Incoterms 1936, the very first one. But without invoking those definitions, what they leave themselves open to is merely using three letters, which may or may not have a particular meaning in their contract when neither party has actually defined in their contract what they mean. So you could find without using the definitions provided by the ICC that a seller thinks that CFR means something and the buyer thinks it means something different. Now they'll never find out what each of them think until something goes wrong. So I guess moving on to Incoterms 2020 rules. Now, these have only very recently been released by the ICC and, and, and you had a very instrumental role in this. What, at a very high level, I guess two questions, why have Incoterms 2020 rules been released and what, at a very high level, are the key changes versus ICC Incoterms 2010 rules? The 2020 rules have been released, well, partly because it's been the way things have been done lately. Uh, there was 1980, then 1990, 
then 2000, then 2010, and lo and behold, we now have 2020. When we started in the drafting group, we didn't really know where it was going to go. So we started by dissecting 2010 and, and seeing what we needed to improve on and then it went to the various national committees. We received input from them and progressively we came up with what we've got now. So where we are now is that there's not a huge amount of difference. We've not been incredibly innovative. We have reworded the rules into plain English. We've finally, at last, somewhat at my insistence, reworded the rules into plain English, not legal English. There are still some legal concepts in there which confuse or have grounds for confusing, such as the mention of procuring in the rules, so procured. But the main reasons for changes or the main changes that we have changed one rule from DAT to DPU, that's from delivered at terminal to delivered at place unloaded. There's been an addition in FCA, a provision for the buyer's carrier to provide the seller with an onboard bill of lading. We've changed the insurance level in CIP, and that is to take the insurance level to the maximum, to the all risks, if you like, the Institute Cargo Clauses A instead of the minimum, which is Institute Cargo Clauses C, and CIF remains at that. They would probably be the main changes that immediately come to mind. The Another change we did was to reorder the articles in each rule so that they follow more closely the way things actually happen out in the field when you're creating a contract and organising a shipment. We also included in the book something that was incredibly useful for the drafting group. That was one of the members had their office staff after each of our conferences and during each of our conferences, in fact, create a horizontal version so instead of reading rule by rule and reading through each of the rules from Article 1 to Article 10, A for seller, B for buyer, we had this wonderful table of being able to go across A1 for each rule, B1 for each rule, A2, etc. So we were able to look at the consistency in the wording. But the benefit also was to look at the concepts. Now, we've included that in the book as a tool for sellers and buyers so that they too can compare what it is that they want to do. If they want to look at various options for delivery, they would typically go to A2 and see what the delivery is across each of the rules. One of the important things for people to understand, for users to understand is, in a contract, don't grab a rule and then try and make the contract fit. Work out what it is that both seller and buyer are agreeing to do and then find the Inca Terms 2020 rule that most closely refers to what it is. And then they can quote that rule with whatever exceptions or changes they want to in their contract. There's no imperative that every contract must follow a particular rule or must comply 
with a particular rule in all circumstances because it may not suit the two parties. The ICC has also put out an app, which is just a general information that is innovative in that has never been done before. Thank you very much, Bob. Really, really helpful. So, so let's get started now. And, and this series of podcasts, which we're breaking down on trade finance talks, will now explain Incoterm by Incoterm rule. But I think it's very important, as you mentioned earlier, to consider the shipping rules on an article by article basis, because that's actually much more intuitive when you think of it from the obligations between the buyer and the seller. Incoterms is a registered trademark of the International Chamber of Commerce, and this commentary supplements the ICC Incoterms 2020 rulebook, which can be purchased through your local ICC branch or online. Rules on the correct usage of the trademark can be found on the ICC website. For more information on Incoterms, visit tradefinanceglobal.com.